This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome into the weekend, everybody. It's time to talk sports gambling. Carmen DeFalco, Mike North with you for the Odds Couple each and every week presented by PropSwap on the great ESPN Chicago app. You'll hear our encore replay every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 before the hockey show. And uh, I got to turn to my partner here uh, because not that I'm panicking. I'm just sort of aggravated and I, I need him to calm me down and talk me down a little bit. And what I wish would really happen is that I wish... My partner, Mike North, would take some of his abundant energy, which never seems to run out, and funnel it, siphon it, whatever he has to do to Tony LaRussa to wake him up oh. in the dugout. That's what I would say. There's nothing worse than, first of all, good, good afternoon, <laughs> good evening, and good night, everybody, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Hello to uh, everybody out there and my guys, uh, Carmen, Randy, and everybody else, my good friend, Sean. Appreciate all this. And I just got to say that, there's nothing worse than arguing for a guy, and then the guy makes a fundamentally silly mistake with a bunch of other guys that should at yeah. least remind him. Yes. And so when I basically said somebody who asked me to change my opinion about that game or about Tony LaRussa because of that game, I said I'm, I never changed my opinion, but there's going to be mistakes, but there's no, there's no excuse. you got to know the rules, especially if you're going to Go out there, and you're going to implement something that you're not sure about. Mm. And Tony Belarusa made a mistake. Do I still love him as a manager? Yes, I think he'll win us some games. But there's no doubt that there's been a more than one game, Carm, yeah. that's piled on. I'm not stupid. I'm not going to pretend that I'm looking the other way during a mugging. You know what <laughs> I mean? I mean, it doesn't look good right now, and yet we're in first place. Yeah. Some people say despite of them, but you know what? When you lose one to nothing, you can name. We used to have an old saying, even in softball, when we'd get down one to nothing, if one beats us, we deserve to lose. So that, coupled with the fact that there was mismanagement, was no good at all, as far as I'm concerned. And I'm a defender of his, but he knows he he knows he screwed up. I think he's you're accountable. Right. But if you keep saying you're accountable enough times, it starts to become like a song. Yeah, at least he has admitted that he's made some mistakes and he's being accountable. The White Sox were off last night. Uh, they uh, Cleveland did um, uh, Cleveland won last night, so they're a half game up. This is a huge stretch for the White Sox sure. starting tonight, Mike. It's the Twins. Uh, it's the Royals for the the next thirteen. They're in Kansas City this weekend. They got a couple tough series after that. So by the end of May, we're going to have a pretty good idea of how this team is going to be able to handle and overcome uh, if they can the loss of Luis Robert. But you know, you you hit on it. Everything that's could go wrong has kind of gone wrong. They've had mm -hmm. some devastating injuries. Tony's probably cost them a couple games. Yep. But they're still a half game out. And when you look at the AL Central odds right now. Vegas still has the White Sox as a minus one fifty favorite to win this division. The Twins are four to one. The Royals and the Indians are five to one. So Vegas and still likes the White Sox. They may still like the White Sox, but I'll tell you, the Indians have been playing better baseball. The Royals have come down to earth a little bit. The Twins got a, a sluggish out of the starting gate. Uh, I don't know. And Rocco Baldelli, by the way, folks, this isn't just for Tony Larusa. I watch games all over. Basically, uh, you know, on, I have the package. I watch games. Rocco Baldelli against Cleveland walked out to the mound after his 
pitching coach had gone out earlier, but it was a long inning. Mm. The pitcher had a shutout. Okay. Yeah. He had to pull him. Yes. If that, because the he second forgot. trip. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, that's he bad. made the second trip. Yeah. And the announcers were incredulous. Oh, man. Now you got to pull a guy out in the fifth inning. Yep. It was a Latino pitcher, one of their good guys. And, uh, they're losing two to eight. They're winning two to nothing. He had to pull him with the shutout. Wow. Rocco Baldelli. Yeah. So he's a young guy, folks. Yeah, it's true. Touche. And a, and a pretty good manager. Yeah, absolutely. Touche. You're right and about I that. And I saw Dusty Baker with the Cubs screw up a double switch. Oh. Which in the National League, you better know more than any rule. That's true. And I saw, and, and you know what? I beat him up for it. I'll never forget it. I beat the crap out of him for it. And so Tony LaRusso deserves the same treatment. You're too far along in the game where now people are going to start looking at you if you make a mistake, that you're making this mistake maybe because the game has passed you by, maybe because you're forgetful, maybe because you don't don't, uh, prepare like you used to. I mean, these are all fair questions when you make a couple of mistakes like he's made, but yet... We're still in first place, and hopefully it can't get any worse. That's right. And, uh, look, Rodon's been great. He'll go to the bump tonight. The Sox are a pretty heavy favorite pretty on the favorite. road. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. about a minus 160, even money minus the run and a half on the run line. So, uh, definitely the odds makers liking the White Sox tonight with Rodon uh, facing Brad Keller, whose ERA has uh, not been good this year. It's uh, quite high, actually. Kansas City's offense really struggles, for the most part, against left-handed pitching, too. So, this could be a favorable start for the White Sox tonight yep. to kind of kick things off on this road, uh, on, on this uh, big weekend series. But I mean, if look at Lindor, he's struggling in New York. Oh my York. God, what is going on with Lindor? Well, That's you a... know, sometimes the grass is greener on the other side till you get to the other side. Do you think, Mike, uh, it's a lot of players get there and they realize the pressure of the Big Apple and it's just something that's kind of. You know, like, they, they feel the walls kind of closing in on them. I yeah. mean, how could he be struggling so much? Oh, he came back. I watched him the other night. He hit a ground ball to second base. He came back to the dugout, and he says, I'll get it. I'll get it. He started clapping, and as I was looking at him, he he looked like he was almost ready to cry uh, while he was trying to keep his his spirits up. But he's getting booed. Got him. They got to be killing him now. Oh, I, 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 he, I, was, he wasn't no good doubt. last year. He wasn't good last well, year. Well, last year was kind of a weird year, though, Mark. And you got to admit it was. The, yeah, everybody was. Uh, you know, he was signed these big contracts. Sometimes the first year is really bad. <sighs> Man, I mean Lindor, but still Cleveland got weaker. If he stays, they're a better baseball team. Oh, I agree with you. Right. Totally. I, I, and and Minnesota's not the. Maybe they were a flash in the pan last year. I look at them. I do know this. They're the fattest team in baseball. I don't know. <laughs> I, I watch them. They're very sluggish on defense uh, in the infield. They got some big ball players in there. Then you got Cruz, who's 40. He's a wonder kid. I know. But but basically, does that division scare you? No. I think Not you- if I'm a White Sox. If I'm Tony La Russa, just keep your head on straight. Excellent point. It doesn't scare me, that division, like it did last year, the year before, and the year before that. Even with the injuries, I think the way the White Sox can pitch and still the way they can hit and score runs, and I think Abreu, as the weather gets warmer, it'll start playing more like Jose Abreu. I think you're right. I don't think the Indians have the offense. They can pitch too, but I just don't think they'll be able to score enough runs. Uh, to win this division, I think Kansas City's probably a year or two earlier. They don't right. have pitching that. I don't think their pitching's good enough yet. Detroit's obviously rebuilding. I think you're right, and that's why the Sox are still a minus one fifty favorite to win the division. You know what's happening? What's happening with the White Sox, where other teams in the division got weak? The Bears want to see happen to Green Bay, where they lose a player, like uh, Green Bay loses Aaron Rodgers, yeah. and the division automatically becomes 
a shot where we had no shot before. I think losing players in within the division that the White Sox are in, while the White Sox have lost players to injury, they still have a formidable lineup. Yep. They still got good pitching, their bullpen, and they got a good manager who screwed up a call the other night that he's got to live with, and hopefully he'll learn from it. But if this keeps happening, it's going to be hard to defend them. Yeah. Uh, speaking of teams that you know, are a little bit sh- sluggish out of the gate, I mean, how about the Dodgers swept by the Cubs, 17-15, oh. 4-13 and 13 in their last 17 games. They're on the road in Anaheim later tonight. The Dodgers are minus 400 to still win that The division. Cubs are playing like a team where most of their players got a carrot in front of their nose. I mean, I'm sorry, Chris Bryant, he was non-existent in my opinion for two years. All of a sudden it's a contract year and he's playing his ass off. Yeah, he, he looks completely, now I know he had injury too. So I'm not taking anything away from him. But anybody wants to tell me that this Chris Bryant is the Chris Bryant we saw the past two seasons, they're barking up the wrong tree. No, it seems to be the old Chris Bryant. You're right. Yeah. I mean, he looks good. Rizzo lapping his way to another, hopefully, deal if he keeps doing it. See, if they would have kept Darvish and Schwarber, we're right there. I mean... Although Schwarber's struggling again, he's in a he's not but he's hitting, hitting home runs. He's had a few. He walked off the you know he had a walk. He's off had a couple walk offs. Yeah, yes, I think he's he, got two walk offs. You're right, and he hit one the other night in yeah. the first inning. So he's better than Jack Peterson. Yeah, Jack so, struggled too. That's true. So so Peterson and and uh, Davies we have instead of Schwarber and Darvish. And Darvish Darvish has been great. So think about that. Where are we? Where are the Cubs? Especially with guys in their contract here playing their asses off right now. And, and Look at Bias. He's starting to turn things around. And the Brewers have been decimated by injury here. And I, it well, Yelich like, is done. It sounds like Yelich is going to be done for a while. One of my favorite players of all time. The guy's got a bad back. You start having bad back. Ask Don Mattingly, right? Yeah. You're a ball player and you're a hitter. I know. A major hitter like him, a I, professional hitter. I'm telling you, you're right. I mean, that could be Come on. I don't know. It, it, He's it, been it, out too much. It doesn't sound good. You're right. By the way, if anybody's a buyer in the Giants, 25 to 1 still to win that division. Wow. <laughs> I don't think they've got the they've staying power. They've been a power. surprise though. They I have. 25 to 1. They're the Kansas City Royals. That's so right. I you're think right. they're going to they're going to run into uh a bus off, but they've been playing good baseball. Yeah, they really have. They have. When Mike and I come back, we're going to talk to our good friend Luke Pergandy. <laughs> Luke from Prop Swap. And, and Jim Miller's got horses Jimmy! for us a little bit later. We'll recap the Derby. Mike and I have some best plays before we're done. Lots to do. Long way to go. So stay with us. It's the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Back inside The Odds Couple alongside Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco and we're presented by PropSwap. And each and every week, we talk to one of the founding members of PropSwap. He's a Chicago guy. He's got uh, always great info and knowledge about what's happening on the site. And he's passionate about sports betting. We love him. He is Luke Pergandy. Oh, 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 God's couple up. What's, What's up, up, guys? What's up, Mike? How are What's you, What's up, Luke? Hey, I Happy saw- Friday. Yeah. Happy Saturday. Happy Friday. Happy weekend. I, I had mentioned with uh, on the Carmen and Yurko show earlier, I saw that prop that is up now uh, for Fernando Tatis, who after a slow start, which featured an injury, I mean, he's playing like Fernando Tatis. I think he's third choice right now for NL 
MVP at about seven to one, but you guys have a ticket offering odds at eleven to one, right? Yeah, yeah. Tatis continues to hit the cover up the ball. Um, if you believe that the Padres can, uh, you know, come out strong in the NL, then Tatis is a uh, a nice addition to the uh, portfolio. If you want to grab him, that's the best number in America on Tatis to win NL MVP. How about uh, Justin Fields? How about the action that's going on with him? Uh, I mean, there's over and unders for 15 touchdowns. There's yards 50, uh, already for him, and people don't even know if he's going to start or not. But with the hype that comes along with that pick, how much action has there been? Are people holding on to their tickets? Are people buying tickets? Tell us a little bit yeah. about it, Luke. Yeah, I mean, the Bears are an interesting team, right? So, you know, assume for a moment that Rodgers does leave Green Bay and mm-hmm. then he goes to Denver or another team outside the NFC North. I mean, the Chicago Bears quickly become in the driver's seat uh, of the NFC North. Now the question becomes, will Justin Fields start week one? Will it be Andy Dalton? I personally think Dalton will and should start mm-hmm. week one. Mm-hmm. Certainly give Fields a few weeks at minimum to learn the offense. Um but my goodness, if Aaron Rodgers leaves, yep. the Bears become an extremely interesting pick. All you got to do is win the division, and here we go. So, yes, we've definitely sold Chicago Bears Super Bowl futures odds of 50 to 1. I've seen us still take it to the odds of 70 to 1. Mm. And of course, if anyone in Chicago is betting with your local bookie on the Bears, please stop and mm. buy tickets on PropSwap. Yeah. The odds that you're getting on PropSwap, whether it's from a sports book in Las Vegas or Mississippi or New Jersey, will always offer better odds on a Chicago sports team than your local bookie. Well, how about this real quick? How about the fact that the total for the Bears is seven and a half, yet the front office is saying they can win ten games with Dalton? Yeah. How about them just telling everybody what they feel, and if you believe in the Bear Brass, you take the over. But if you don't, and this is more hype, I mean, you know, off the reaction I'm getting, it would be easy to take the over right now, wouldn't it, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it, it's clearly a wager. Like you got to go, you know, against Green Bay twice. It's it's a wager on will number twelve stay exactly. Yeah, stay in right. Wisconsin. You know, I think you're right. Yeah, I mean, look, and they've they're going to have they've got some tough games. I, they play Brady and the Bucks again. They go down there for that game. I think they play LA again. They got to play the Rams another time. So they'll face Stafford again, who they're familiar with and they've had success with. I was in a street race once where I came in fifth. If the other four guys would have fallen, I would have won. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's what we're hoping for here. That's what you're yeah. hoping for. No. Hey, we're mean, hoping that, for that. that. Sport, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, that happens all the time. Star player leaves and immediately the stock of all the other teams rises exactly. when that occurs. Uh, we're getting down to uh, the end of the regular season here in the NBA, guys. The Lakers got drilled last night. A- uh, I LeBron- love it. LeBron didn't play. AD left after just 10 minutes, I think it was. Back spasms. Back spasms. He's, I don't know if he's going to play tonight or not. Schroeder's not going to play. They're 1-5 and five against the spread he when he doesn't. He might get hurt getting out of bed. Uh, I mean, I, I, all of it right now. LeBron is still banged up with this ankle and saying yeah, he'll okay. probably never be 100% again. Yeah. But they're still second. Like, points bet still has them at plus 350. Uh, the second shortest price to win the title. So, Luke, what's happening on the site? Uh, are people dumping Laker tickets right now because they just don't think they're going to be healthy enough? Yeah, they are. Um, you know, people that were betting on the Lakers at beginning of the season at plus 250 odds to repeat um, are trying to dump those right now. So, obviously, with Pops Up, you have sellers trying to exit tickets, and then buyers can swoop in and get the best price in the country. We have a Lakers ticket up at odds of plus 550. Mm. And like you said, points bet at odds of plus 350. Yeah. That is, you know, almost 
eighty percent uh, discount. Uh, you're getting an eighty percent better price by using PropSwap versus PointsBet in the state of Illinois. It's, um, to me, I would just buy that ticket and try to sell it again a week from now. Right. Yeah. All right, Luke, have a great weekend, buddy. We appreciate it. As always, keep up the great work, and we'll talk to you next Friday. <laughs> Thanks, bye. Thank you, Carmen. All right, buddy. <laughs> Luke Pergandy, at Luke Pergandy on Twitter. Make sure you follow him. Yeah, the, the, like the Aaron Rodgers stuff is, is intriguing, Mike. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Like, the dynamic changes greatly without him in the division. I'm well, glad here. Green Bay's dealing with this for a change and not the Bears, you know? Well, it's what like, you got, then, is you got a cast-off derby. You got Dalton versus Goff, right, who's right. been to a Super Bowl. You Co- got Kirk Cousins. Cousins, that's interesting, yeah. So, I mean, you look at what's going, and Green Bay's got a rookie. Yeah. So, or a second-year player that'll start for the well, first time. yeah, right. it would be like having a rookie. Right. I mean, even though he's gotten the chance. Now, the last time Favre left and this happened, we never expected. We knew Rodgers would be good, but we didn't know that Rodgers would be like this. Right. Um, so... I, I, it's a lot like the White Sox situation. Uh, the Chicago teams seem to be the more stable, except for the fact, once again, I'm not here to jump on uh, Justin Fields. I hope he makes it. But uh, I took an informal poll, 28 out of 32 now. Love the pick. So, mm. I, And I know you weren't fully committal because you learned your lesson. You said, uh, hey, is this, hey, is this the one? Yeah, you said I, something. I'm excited. I'm excited. You're like, excited, and you should be. I th- yeah, I am. Because I, I think he's really good. I just I've been burned as a Bears fan, yeah, and I guess that's why. Because I, you thought other guys oh, were really good based on the Bears. Absolutely. I look. And, I and, thought Cutler was the answer. against you, and and I'm just saying, you know, we had a quarterback that I, I, the excuses I hear, you know, he couldn't beat Green Bay yet. Cutler couldn't beat Green Bay, and he's one and twelve, one and thirteen. I mean, the, the nonsense. I would have preferred. I mean, Dalton, it's going to be hard not to start Dalton yeah. if Rodgers leaves, isn't it? I mean, You reg- can't go green with the green kid regardless, right Regardless, I, I think they might want to start Dalton. Yeah, no, I think so. And, you know, Dalton could still play the whole year and put up some, some of the could. best numbers that a Bears quarterback's ever put up. Like, in but fairness you, to Andy, he's had 4,000-yard passing But seasons, you know what you, you know? get when you get 4,000 yards? See, the thing I loved about Mitch, he was never going to throw for 4,000 yards for whatever way you want it, folks, because when you're 29 and 21, you're not throwing the football in the fourth quarter. That's all Andy Dalton did. His arm was ready to fall off in a <laughs> lot of seasons. And that's where you throw for the yards. Like Dan Fouch used a great quarterback, yeah. but he would always lose why? And then they go look at the yards. Well, yeah, I think he would have preferred, along with Marino and other guys, maybe if the yards were less and you had a running game and other things like a good defense, you know? Yeah, well, over seven and a half with the 17th game. Can I mean, you believe that? You go eight and nine. I, like, I think the Bears can be an eight and 19. Did I, I mean, read that wrong? I, I might lean towards the over. I even, I, I was. I know. looked at the total. It was eight, seven and a half. Now, wow. I don't think it's any higher. I mean, but you got Andy Dalton, who played on a pretty good football team last year and only won six games. Yeah. And you got Justin Fields. For all Bear fans, I want you to know this. I do have some credibility when it comes to the quarterback position. This is not a cinch. None of these guys, from Wilson to Lance, they might all be busts. It's never a cinch. You're right. Nothing's a cinch, Carm. And, and if it was, we wouldn't have gone this long. And when people talk about the quarterback position, I just want to know, why it's okay to beat up the Bears because they don't develop quarterbacks. But yet, out of Ohio State, from Braxton Miller to Terrell Pryor to everybody else, 
it's unfair to, to tag Ohio State for not developing quarterbacks ready to play in the pro game? Why is why well, is there because, that double standard? I guess because it's is it really their responsibility to develop pro quarterbacks? They're playing maybe different systems and the quarterbacks. What do you think they tell these kids when you come to Ohio State? Your yeah. your next shot is the pros. Now they do for sure. Things have changed. You know that. Yeah, yeah. Braxton Miller, but, when he signed new Terrell Pryor, he went. He didn't even go as a quarterback no, for God's sake. He tried, he, was a, he tried yeah. but at least he got to stay in the game. If he's a kid from Mississippi Valley State. He doesn't get that same type of uh, cushion, don't you think? I, I, I like, like name the Clemson quarterbacks before Deshaun Watson that were any good. You know, I mean, I understand, but Ohio State has been in a different realm than Clemson. Yeah. Well, forever, for the, yeah, forever. That's for true. They've got a longer from, lineage yes. from from Arch Schleister, Schleister. Was supposed to be a can't miss. <laughs> Tom Zach's probably the best one, right, Mike? Tom Zach was the best one. I loved this kid Rex Kern back in the '60s. I loved the guy, and they made him a safety for the Baltimore Colts. Really. Yeah, he played. So Rex Curran, everybody, anybody from the Big Ten to the 60s, I just think that all these guys, Carm, throw the wide open receivers, and yeah. Nick Saban said it. Uh, Defense is gone. It used to be you had to play D. Now you got to score six touchdowns. And let me ask true. you something about Bill Belichick. He's not a dummy to begin with. Neither no. is Kraft or these guys. But he's best friends with Saban. And Saban must have done a hell of a sales job. Okay, to make him take Mac Jones, uh, Mac Jones, don't you think? Um, well, I mean, he was. The, I, I, it would have been interesting to see if both were there, what he would have done. It sounds like you really like Mac Jones. Absolutely. Yeah. But you're right. He, he trusts Saban. He, he I mean, trusts him. Yeah. And and I guarantee you, he asked him about McElroy. Asked him about other quarterbacks in the past. Do you think Saban glowed? I don't know. Good question. You know. That's a good question. Let's hope Fields is better. That's all I can yeah. say. When we come back, Mike and I have more to talk about. we got some NBA tonight that's hot. The Bulls play the Celtics. We'll get into that game a little bit. we got our best plays before we're done, and Jim Miller gives us some ponies a little bit later on. So sit tight. We're coming right back on the Odds Couple on the ESPN Chicago app. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Back inside The Odds Couple alongside Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. And Mike's always giving out free plays throughout the course oh. of the week. Always. At North to North on Twitter. I'm at Carmen DeFell. I know I had a couple. I had an announcement. I want to just get, thank Win Daily Sports, which I am going to be doing a Twitter show every day, Monday through Friday, for now on, starting this coming Monday from 11 to 11.20. Excellent. Every day. That's the only place you're going to be able to get my picks. No more scattered approach, like Carmen says, which we did well. Yeah. But you had to watch your Twitter. That's where the only place you're going to get my picks, uh, except on Beer Bar Room on Wednesdays. Also, I'll have extra ones and on the Odds Couple. That, but an everyday show, and I wow. want to thank them for their generosity, and I want to thank them for believing in me. And things have gotten really good over there, so we're looking forward to uh, having them out every day. And I know Carmen and Yurk are on the air. So, you know. At, win, at win Daily, right, at Mike? At Win that, Daily yeah. Sports. Yeah. Make sure you follow, folks, and then we're going to have a, a Monday through Friday. I'll be on video. That's awesome. Well, you know, I've been losing a little bit, so i got to get off the candy. You ever, right. Are you an eater when you lose? You know, not really, no. Oh, I go to the candy Do cabinet. you really? Bullseyes. 
Oh, Are boy. you kidding me? North Poles, which you could get at the fudge pot. That's my own creation <laughs> with the awesome. caramel around, around the pretzel. Uh, you name it, uh, from from uh, Butterfingers, everything else. I attack if I'm losing. The fudge pot is so good, by the That's way. That's the best. I mean, it's so good. It's over there, folks, on Well Street. Yes, it is. Old Town, make sure you you stop by there. You get the, the North Pole or all that good candy, independently family-owned. It's so fabulous. Yep. Uh, so fans in the stands tonight for, for Bulls and Celtics Just at the United time. Center. Just in time, Mike. <laughs> Just in Even time. when they do it right, they do it wrong. I know, I know. I mean, we, give us a couple weeks. I mean, please, what might be? Tell me. I mean, man, I mean, really, I can't believe all my guys that are great restaurant owners, and you know who I'm talking to. I have had affiliations with all of you as multi, just great restaurant owners in this town, and everybody knows the ones I frequent. Letting the, the I mean, the, finally everybody's coming back. But I would have thought some arms would have been twisted by now. Right. It's good that things are opening up a little yeah, bit. Yeah. So fans tonight. Limited capacity, Bulls and Celtics. Now, the Bulls won last night. You know, I was saying earlier in the week, why even bother bringing Zach and Vooch back at this point? They're not going to make the playoffs. They, they win one game. I, I saw themselves. everybody last night. I thought we were going to the championship. Oh, please. I mean, it, they're a tough watch right now, Mike. I'm oh, telling but you. A tough watch. And, and you know what? I, oh, now they got to build on this. If I hear that oh, one more please. time. No, if you, no, they're not going to build on it. There's Something's six games wrong. left. I mean, build on it. There's nothing to build. I mean, you're building, you're building for next Listen. year of anything. I'm living in another world. Seven inning baseball games, you know, play in games in the NBA. I'm living in an alternate universe. I don't mind being called. You know what? I remember when you almost had to die to get the eighth seed in the NBA. Yeah. Not now no. it's just a joke. Now it's a, a play in tournament. The 10 seed's still alive. I hope the Lakers are in the play in tournament. Uh, they, tonight, and we'll talk about oh. that game maybe in a little bit. Yeah. They, I think they're dead. Uh, we'll see. I mean, it's they're getting right up against it. Now, oh. Boston. Now, like I think the, this is could be a tough spot for the Bulls here tonight, and they're about a three and a half, four point dog. So the Bulls played last night; they had to travel back home. Boston is in this scenario, Mark, Mike, where they're trying to make sure that they avoid that seven seed because you're not locked into a playoff spot. Then you have to play in the play-in tournament. Mean anything, Carm? You know that these guys are pros. If they have a bad game, even if they know what they got to do, they might lose. Yeah, and they're playing without Jalen Brown, and they're without Jalen Brown tonight. The one thing I wonder, like, are they looking ahead a little bit at Sunday and next Tuesday because they have they have back to back home games after tonight, Sunday and next Tuesday against the Heat, and that's the team they're fighting right now for the seven. Like, they're six; they own the tiebreaker. Uh, The Miami Heat are seven, so like they're going to duke it out here in the next couple nights. I wonder if Boston gets caught looking ahead. I'm going to give you a perfect example. You know how Randy's always coming up to me in the hallway telling me, Mike, throw something new on the table. Yeah. We're tired of hearing you were a vendor. Okay, do something different. Okay, I'll give you a perfect example. Indiana last night was plus seven. They were killing each other in the huddle the game before. I'm, I'm looking at the game. It gives me Indiana last night. I didn't put it out because I'm doing this new show and I'm taking a break. So I didn't do anything this week for the most part except bet on my own. I took Indiana. These guys are pros. They, they, they beat Atlanta. So it doesn't matter. Everybody thought Indiana would be, you know, mm-hmm. have a problem. You know, because the co- assistant coach, the players, yeah. they were going at it. it. The next, I heard them last night. And I like some of their players. They said, hey, man, we had to get a win because we had to let people know we were still together. Hmm. 
Well, so everybody's got a different yeah. reason, right? Yeah, and look, these are huge games right now for the Celtics. They're huge for the Heat. The so Heat- would you automatically bet Boston because Jason Tatum says we need this game? Um, I wouldn't automatically. I no. think that the spot. You know, if I had to pick a side tonight, I think the Celtics would be the play. Like the only thing that makes me wonder if you're going to bet the Bulls is are they in a good scheduling spot knowing that Boston might be looking ahead at two huge And there's the pressure Miami. off on these guys a little bit except for one thing. When you're on the Bulls, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're Vukovic. I don't care if you're Zach. You're playing the next few games to impress. Yeah. And they have as much on the line. If they think they don't, they're crazy. Because don't you think AK has been up there sitting watching going, wait a minute. Yes. We were supposed to be better than this. I think he thought they were making the playoffs for right? sure. Right? Yes. So now his his reputation's on the line. He talked a big game. He brought in Billy Donovan. You don't think Billy Donovan is shaking his head? Even though Billy Donovan's made as many mistakes maybe in some games as Tony La Russa has at times. Billy Donovan was still was on a team last year that overachieved and made the playoffs in the I Western agree. Conference. So I think you, you make excellent points, Mike. Uh, I tell you what I do like tonight. Speaking of the Heat, the Heat are at home against the T-Wolves. I think the Heat will win in cover tonight. Jimmy Butler's back in the lineup. They got a terrible record at home against the number for whatever reason, Miami. But these games are so important. Like I said, these teams want to get up to the six line. They're seven right now. They got two games in Boston coming up. This is a home game. They want to get into that six spot if they can. I think the Heat will cover and win tonight. And Well, how about the Sixers, Mike? I when- just was going to say the T-Wolves, though, lately. They've been spoilers. Well, they've been good. And, and Anthony Edwards has played great lately. Can I just say the other night I did a prop bet? I know Julius Randle. Believe me when I say this. There's a couple things I want to say. I loved him coming out of Kentucky. That's Merck's guy, by the way. Merck loves Zay. Julius, Julius. Randle. I loved him coming out of Kentucky. So Mer- I know what Merck's talking about. He disappointed me. He had some injuries. Injury, but this, yeah. This guy is shooting the basketball from the corner and swishing. But the other night, here's what happened. They went to Denver. And and yeah. Randy knows this. Yeah. And 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 the Joker was waiting. Oh my God! How about to, his first half? Oh my God! Julius Randle found out what it was. He <laughs> finally looked in the mirror and said, "I know I'm good. Yeah. I may get comeback player of the year, but my God, I I, I took Denver and I took the under." Julius Randle, 25 points. Wow. You can't do it every night. They went out to stop him though, and he should be proud. Uh, the Joker is now minus twenty five hundred to win the MVP. Yeah, it's award. over. Yeah, so it is. I know guys over. that got hardened tickets still try to start. <laughs> is, is that a to joke? On prop swap. <laughs> oh my God! Good they're they're trying to get hardened still. Good Are luck. you kidding me? I I mean seriously, it's gotten so out of control. I watched the Joker the other night. Denver's a, a sleeper team, folks. Well, and you can buy those tickets are for sale at Prop Swap. Yeah. There could be some value. I don't there. know about Murray though being out. I know, I, I know. But they've played. They're like they're, eighteen they're, and five since Gordon came on the team. They're, they're ten and two since Murray went down with the injury. Right, because they picked up Gordon. Yeah, that helps. And, oh and my Por- God! And Porter's progressed. I mean, Michael Porter Jr. has played. And, and the Joker's one of the top three players in the game yeah. who comes to play every night. I did not. The defense a little loosey goosey at times. Yes. And that's where you're going to need to win in defense. Sixers are at home tonight trying to uh, take a stranglehold of the top seed in the mm-hmm. East. They now, I think it's a two-and-a-half game lead on the Nets now. When they're all healthy and they are playing, I mean, their numbers are phenomenal, Mike. And on Broad Street this year at home, how about 25-7 and seven straight up and 19-12-1 and and against the number? They're laying a big one against 
Zion and the Pels tonight. They're laying about nine, but no Brandon Ingram. Uh, the Sixers have just been great at home. And, man, when they are all together and Brandon healthy Ingram, on the floor, I they're clicking. On the Bulls. Me too. I wouldn't mind that. All 148 pounds. I know. I don't know how he does it. But. Can I the guy a sandwich, please? Anybody, but he could hit the ball. I will tell you, Philadelphia, it was Brett Brown. Don't you think? Maybe. I mean, they. I, I don't think Doc Rivers is the greatest coach of all time. I know that the Celtics team, he got him one. Okay. The Clippers thing that was supposed to be a fate of complete, that yep. they were going to win a championship, they didn't. Yeah, that's right. But he goes to Philadelphia, and they're just a different ball club, aren't they? They're good. I mean, Embiid, is, he looks motivated, and he's been relatively healthy. You know, he had that one stretch where he missed about a dozen games, and it would have been interesting had he not to see how much tighter how many more this teams MVP are there? race there'd be. How many more teams are there in the NBA? I'm just trying to figure out how many more teams Stan Van Gundy will get to coach. Yeah, it's, it's well, Doc for that man. What This is Doc's fourth team, right? Orlando? Yeah, but Doc, Doc produces. He does. I love Doc. Stan I mean, Van I, Gundy does it. I now, mean, he he came close. They did go to a finals. I know. In Orlando. He's like, how long? You know what? Dwight Howard kind of dragged them there. I mean, he was. I won a fight in 1992. Yeah, right. Good a street point. fight. Okay, Touché. I'm just saying. Touche. Now, I, I'm just, I mean, Touché. he's the. I mean, I mean, when does he stop becoming the, the guy you turn to? Good Is question. he a Bernie Bickerstaff type? Yeah, that's a good question. Wow. When we come back, Jim Miller's got ponies. Jimmy! And then we'll give you our best plays before we're out of here. Don't go anywhere. We're coming right back on The Odds Couple. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Entering the home stretch on The Odds Couple alongside Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. We're presented by PropSwap. You get us each and every week on the ESPN Chicago app. Every Friday night when there's no White Sox game on the air. Every Saturday morning, 8 until 9 before the hockey show. And it's time to talk ponies and get some plays for the weekend and recap last week's derby with uh, one of our favorites. He is the expert handicapper from Hawthorne Racecourse, which, by the way, has the thoroughbred meet coming back starting this weekend. He is at Hawthorne Jim on Twitter. Say hello to Jim Miller. Jim Gentlemen, sometimes we're good, sometimes we're bad, sometimes we're really bad. We're really bad with our selections for the Derby, but I'll tell you, we said there were going to be some prices, and there definitely were some prices in the race, guys. Uh, Central Quality missed the board, so did my picks, but hey, you did have a 12-1 to winner that was able to cross the wire first. You had big prices underneath, and it turned out to be a huge trifecta in the race, too. I mean, a $1 trifecta paid $1,610. That is just... Yeah. Uh, the, the exacta paid 500 bucks, Jimmy. Right, right. And that's the thing about it. And, and there were two horses that we talked about. One of them was Rock Your World. The other was Known Agenda. And with Rock Your World, the entire race for that horse was basically made at two jumps out of the gate, where the horse got off the step slowly... And then that one and the favorite essential quality were basically trying to go to the same exact spot. Essential quality got to jump on Rock Your World, and Rock Your World's running style is out front. This was a horse that just got discouraged early on and then kind of tossed in the towel. And then known agenda from the inside. We said post one could be a killer. This was a horse that had all sorts of problems. The opening quarter of a mile of the race never really got into the race. But I do expect both these horses will do bigger and better things down the road. Yeah, well, Bob Baffert did it to me. I mean, he proved me wrong. I mean, this guy, a lot of his, us. he wins the seventh one. This is his most impressive one to me. I thought that, you know, because he wasn't the overall favorite like a lot of his horses have been. Then, 
What happens again? I see him in a pair of blue jeans on Sunday after that, which means I've told Carmen I've never seen him in blue jeans. He's he's sort of like a lounge singer type guy. But I also know he's the Rick Pitino of horse racing, if you want to look back at some suspensions and also the Arkansas mm-hmm. Racing Board. Is it now? Hey, look, no matter what, he's won seven. And this one did impress me, Jimmy. And this one has an impression, Mike, because here's the thing. Medina Spirit was probably his number three horse yeah. on the Derby Trail this year. Life is Good was the number one. And that was the horse that, that kind of came off the trail maybe a month before the race. Concert Tour was his number two. That's the horse who ran third in the Arkansas Derby and will be back in the Preakness. And Medina Spirit was kind of that overlooked number three horse. But here's the thing. You look back at that day on Saturday, you look back at the race, Churchill Downs was a speed-favoring track all day long. Medina Spirit got away cleanly, had a very good trip up front, pretty much unchallenged, and the horses that finished right behind, uh, Mandaloon and Hot Rod Charlie, just chased the whole way, too. All right, Jimmy, so uh, we'll get into the Preakness a little bit next week, obviously, second leg. Um, The track is reopened this weekend by you guys at Hawthorne. we got the harness meet, right? Yep, yeah, harness racing kicks off this weekend, so we're racing every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, now through the end of September, so it it is. It's going to be a very busy summer. All right, and what do we like for this weekend, buddy? All right, we're going to Belmont Park for all three plays on Saturday. They have five graded stakes races at Belmont. It's an awesome card, but we'll start in race number seven, bet the six-horse Pacific Gale to win in place. This horse is two for two on the year, both of those wins in graded stakes. Then go to race nine. This is the Peter Pan stakes. This is a prep for the Belmont stakes. Look to the two, Nova Rags to win in place. This was the horse that finished fourth in the Florida Derby and might be headed on the right direction here. And then in race number 10, the Man of War stakes, bet the six-horse Shamrocket across the board. This one trained by Todd Pletcher and should come flying late. So the seventh race, all at Belmont tomorrow. The seventh race, the six-horse to win in place. The ninth race, the two-horse to win in place. And then the tenth race, the six-horse across the board, right? That's right, boys. Let's get lucky and build up a bankroll for Preakness. Have a great weekend, Jimmy. All right, guys. See you, buddy. Jimmy! Here's Jim Miller from Hawthorne at Hawthorne Jim on Twitter. Yeah, and let's. Uh, I lost all my bets last weekend, but that's okay. Yeah, I Back went at it next week. Right? Yeah. I went with the long shot. That wasn't a long shot to me. No. 16 1, the way I wanted to go. I've won a couple of those races like that, but uh, I got to give Baffert credit. Uh, I, and I, I've been reading up on him more. I mean, the guy has a horseshoe up, as you know what. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about that. You have to win seven. seven. But I think Tom Brady would tell you that, too, because he didn't win all those. But his this horse here, I don't think anybody saw it coming. No, I don't even think he saw it coming. No, I mean, he didn't see it coming. I think I've never seen him happier. Yeah, I know. Because it was historic. And uh, uh, I just like the guy's persona. <laughs> he, 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 I saw him on Fox the next morning. Uh, the fox that a lot of people avoid, uh, but he was on and he had the horse with him. Uh, you just love horses like that. Uh, a long, not a long shot, but a semi-long shot that goes up against yeah. the best. And the gate position helped him. It was a good payday for sure. Yeah. All right. What do we like for tonight, Mike? We got some best plays. Yeah. What the heck? I Let's mean, what do the, it. I, look, this is couch change stuff. It's baseball, folks. I know. It's not like you know we're gonna you know win every game. Although I'd like to, but I like uh, Texas tonight. Okay. Minus the 118 against Seattle. It's a 705 ball game. And then as I look at the rest, I sort of like Philly again. Uh, but maybe on the run line, I would probably just stay with Texas tonight. Uh, but I do lean uh, against Atlanta. They seem uh, Philadelphia's still a pretty good ball club. Joe Girardi been managing them pretty good lately. Yeah, I like it. And uh, I'm going to take a road 
favorite here. I'm going to take the Twins. You won uh, big last week, pal. Yeah, I had, well, we had a winner last yep. week. I like the Twins at the Tigers tonight. Uh, kind of, I, I like the pitching matchup here because while Matt Shoemaker is going for the Twins as an ERA north of seven, oh. he's made seven career starts against the Tigers, but he's got a .79 ERA against the Tigers and a .68 ERA in Detroit. So I'm going to kind of go with the horses for courses theory here. And the other thing I like is the Tigers just slugged it out with the Red Sox and Fenway. They, they, they had to go. They had 16 and a third innings uh, by their bullpen because their starters weren't particularly Let effective. Let me ask you a question. Means. John, oh, John right? Means? Yeah. yeah. I keep hearing about the wild pitch. Mm. Oh, was yeah. That a, was the only one. That was the okay. drop. Does Mark Burley have a perfect game if Dwayne Weiss doesn't catch that ball or hit no hitter? No. So that how was, many that times, was the perfecto, yeah. How many times have fielders saved? Oh, sure. No hitters. All oh. I'm hearing is about that one pitch. No. You know that, Carm. Of course. See, yeah. I saw Sandy Colfax get saved. Gibson, you know, they get saved. Everybody, there's, there's always, at least two plays yeah, a game. Always, absolutely. It's, it's not a perfect game. I wish it was, but it no, didn't happen. Yeah, no, I'm and it was a wild pitch. Yes, what? that's it. Oh, we should have blocked it. Ugh. No, stop. I mean, it's crazy. Like, uh, it, uh, you're nit- it's nitpicking for 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 what? I mean, it it happened. It was scored that way, and that's it. I mean, I, you know, I don't I don't think there's anything. Uh, no. So crazy tell me one it. more time. No, I, I so got- I, I like so I like the Twins. I like them as a road favorite tonight. I, I think if they can get Great. into that Tigers bullpen, the Tigers bullpen stinks anyway, and they've got to be exhausted after this series in um, in Boston. And then I got one other. I got another NBA That's game That's it. Let's roll NBA. I got something gonna, to play. I'm going to do one more. Portland is coming home. They haven't won at home since April 10th. They have like a six-game losing streak at home. They get right tonight. They played great on the road trip. Five and one straight mm-hmm. up and against the number. No LeBron. They're 9-14 and 14 without him. No Dennis Schroeder. The Lakers are 1-5 and five against the number without him. AD's got a back problem. Left the game last night early. And if Portland wins tonight... They jump the Lakers onto the six line. I think it's a huge game at home for Portland, and I think they will respond. I hear much Schroeder is the scapegoat in all this. I don't know if he's the scapegoat, but he's good. They're good he's with him. Good, but my God, LeBron James, I heard has been has been feeling better, and he could play. And then Davis gets back spasms. I mean, come on! If Jordan and Pippen got hurt, where would the Bulls be? You'd be in I'm, trouble. We'd be in trouble. Totally I mean, agree. that just we wouldn't. It's like blaming Pax. If I'm the Lakers, blaming Schroeder. Yeah, I see what you're saying. If I'm the Lakers, I, I honestly, as long as I don't care if I have to play the play-in tournament. I don't either. you got to play. And I, and I wouldn't play them until the playoffs, Mike. I would say right now, LeBron and AD, get as healthy as you friggin' can. Yep. And we are, if we've got to be the 10, if we're That's on the right. 10 line, That's right. play on the 10 line. And hey, I'm serious. You won your junior AAU Ring last year, LeBron. Well, now you got to play the game. We'll see. All right, Mikey, great stuff. Great job. Thank you to Sean Davis and Randy Merkin. Thanks Big to Sean, yeah. Luke Pergandy and Jim Miller. Everybody have a great weekend. Randy. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms. Mike, happy Mother's happy Day to Mother's your mom. Day, mom. And Ab- to yours, guys. Absolutely. Happy Mother's Day. Wife. Have a wonderful weekend, and we'll see everybody next week on The Odds Couple. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.